Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis, which could lead to psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix treats both. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, 300 milligram dose, and adults with active psoriatic arthritis, 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the latest episode of Why Not Mint Money. I'm your host, Jash Kriplani. Today, higher education in India can cost anywhere between rupees 15 lakh to 50 lakh. If your child wants to study in US, the cost could easily run into a couple of crores. In today's episode of Why Not Mint Money, we chat with Vishal Dhawan, founder of Plan Ahead Wealth Advisors, on how parents can plan for their child's higher education. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi, Vishal. Welcome to the latest episode of Why Not Mint Money. It's so great to have you here. Hi, thank you so much. It's lovely to be here. So, Vishal, before we get into the main topic, what are you following these days? Anything interesting? So, I think, you know, while most people following the Nifty today at 20,000, you know, we are focused around maybe just spending a little bit of our off time on the Asia Cup and, you know, the India-Pakistan matches. Luckily, one of them got rained out, but one hasn't. Right. So, uh, yesterday and day before yesterday, India did a great job, I think. I really enjoyed seeing uh, Virat Kohli and KL Rahul bat and then Kuldeep did a right. great job with the ball. So. Right, right, right. Fantastic right. effort going on there. No, I hope that, you know, Indian team does well and brings home the cup. So, you know, Vishal, now getting back into the main topic, which is a cost of higher education in India and how parents should plan for it. So, according to you, what are actually the costs that are involved when it comes to higher education and how parents can plan for it? What should be their expectation going into it? Yeah, so I think uh, there are a few sort of base rules that I think are very important for them to follow. Number one is that they need to be able to very clearly identify that they can actually afford to send their children overseas to study. And I think this is an area where there tends to be a lot of social pressure on the children also because everyone around them may be or a large number of people around them may be planning to go overseas and therefore they they have this fear of missing out that comes in. And second is even for parents, their ecosystem may be at work, maybe their social structure, you know, when they meet friends for a for a drink. I mean, all of those times, very often the conversation veers towards education and what's happening in there. And there is therefore a sort of need to stay in the same zone, which we often see comes in for parents as well. And I think depending on how much wealth might already exist or the capability to be able to save and invest going forward, this decision needs to be well thought through because I think one of the big sort of errors that we've seen happen is that very often, parents go out and commit to children and to their spouses often that, you know, they will send their child to study overseas for higher education. 
without having done the numbers to realize that can they afford it or not so i think firstly you know get that mathematics right because there will be trade offs between the way you will retire maybe the kind of house you will live in and the education and you need to be confident and clear that this is the way the trade off is happening right the second thing that you need to also think about is higher education is a you know is going to happen in phases so there is going to be a you know a, a phase post 12 standard which you know we would call graduation in india in some parts of the world that is called undergrad one needs to sort of look at that and then there's a separate phase which is the post graduation from an india perspective or a graduation overseas as it's often referred to which can entail different time frames and different costs as well and therefore it's important to figure that are you going to support both of these stages are you going to support one of those stages and then if yes which of those stages are you going to support because the number of years could be different and the value of what you have to put aside could also be different because in most cases undergrad is more expensive and it is also a longer period of time and it is less likely that you will be able to get a loan for it as compared to the post graduation or you know graduation as it's called overseas where you might find that it's easier to get access to a loan it's you know normally 2 years unless it's you know some specific kind of programs and obviously you know it also allows the child to have worked for a few years before doing that so they could also have their own savings which they could contribute towards this education piece what are the cost can you give some rough numbers for our listeners to just be aware of what they can expect yes sure so i think uh, one of the caveats that i'd like to put up front is that one of the things that tends to happen very often with cost is people build in the cost of the tuition uh, but you know there are lots of other associated costs which come with it from living expenses if you know the child is going to be outside of home from you know uh, computer upgrades or laptop upgrades to travel to and fro etc and of course overseas you know medical insurance some of those things are also large costs that need to be factored in so i think when anyone thinks about education we would always suggest that they think about it from a holistic and full cost perspective rather than just a tuition fee point of view because that could otherwise make them very underplanned for this particular point right now coming to actual costs um, they can vary very significantly both in india as well as overseas but i'll give you a sense on what we see from the numbers that we get access to you know if one is doing a vanilla Uh, graduation in india the costs can be uh, just a few lakhs in total so we would typically say that between 2 to 3 lakhs a year are normally good enough for most people for a non professional sort of degree the moment you get to professional programs which means engineering medicine a lot of those pieces the costs become significantly higher and those can range from anywhere between uh, 10 lakhs a year going up to Uh, about 40 lakhs a year uh, and of course you know the number of years vary depending on the type of program you do as well uh, one of the areas within india that has become really popular over the last few years are the emergence of the new colleges which are essentially liberal arts colleges in different parts of the country and there the costs are probably in the region of about 15 to 20 lakhs a year if you account for everything including to and fro travel and parents going to meet children and vice versa etc so that's how the costs in india can actually be 
and then you can move to what they can look at overseas now again depending on the geography you go to the cost can vary so you will find typically in asia let's say singapore is a very popular destination you could find that the costs could be between 20 to 25 lakhs a year that you could end up spending versus say the us or uk or canada where the cost can be substantially higher in the range of anywhere between you know 40000 a year to going up to about 90000 a year so effectively what could happen is as a parent it becomes hard because you will not be able to absolutely be sure where your child is going to land up because all of these areas are going to be competitive and you don't know especially if your child is younger on where he or she is going to land up so i think what may end up happening as a parent is you may end up having to know these numbers and then plan conservatively saying that if it is the most expensive of these outcomes what is it that it's likely to be so that i can you know reasonably be sure that i will not run short and what about specialization and super specialization i believe the cost would go up significantly higher right if we talk about medicine and other branches of study yes yes so i think there are specific areas like you know medicine for sure where you know cost can be you know four five times of what they are at a you know at a sort of graduation level and also what tends to happen is you know some of these courses end up being much longer so i think one of the things that we you know do want to tell parents is that it's not just the amount that is important it's also the period that is important because 20 lakhs multiplied by 4 years is different from 20 lakhs multiplied by 5 years is different from 20 lakhs multiplied by 3 years and therefore that's the way to think about it in addition if you are in a situation where you know you are going to plan to send your children overseas it's important to evaluate that the type of education that you get there aligns with what is available in india for example medicine you could find that in certain geographies the way uh, medicine is structured is that it's completely different from way india is structured in terms of medicine and therefore you could end up having to repeat stuff again which means additional cost if you haven't thought through some of this in advance and of course the moment you go overseas you also have uh, currency depreciation to deal with because india you know the indian rupee tends to over a period of time depreciate against a lot of overseas currencies and then anyway inflation on education tends to be higher than inflation on other sort of other items so i think there's a lot for parents to actually think about i think they shouldn't get overwhelmed but i think there's a lot that they should be thinking about when they're making this decision and they make it carefully and don't be in a hurry to say yes or no uh, because there are big implications of this decision sure and how can parents save on education cost does it make sense to spend less on schooling and more on higher studies especially if affordability is an issue it certainly is i think you know uh, once upon a time if you asked me this question about 5 8 years ago i would have said that it's a fairly straightforward decision your school education is going to pretty much cost the same unless you're spend unless you're sending a child to a boarding school what has unfortunately happened in the last few years i'm talking about unfortunate from a cost perspective otherwise i think you know choice always helps right um is that even at a school level now you have a international curriculum you have a national curriculum you have state curriculums and the cost can vary significantly so whenever you're thinking about some of these decisions depending on which stage your child is in it's important to be able to make these decisions holistically because what could happen is that 
if let's say you decide to send your child to an international school from the start the cost could be anywhere between uh 3 times to 8 to 10 times of what it would be in a national curriculum and again you know the number of years matter because remember that schooling is going to last for 10 12 years and therefore you know that higher cost is going to have a big impact so so always look at education from a holistic perspective from a cost point of view so that you can make the right decisions and and i think it it works wonderfully if you can do that at the start so how can parents plan for these education costs what kind of inflation rates are associated with higher studies in india as well as abroad so we you know believe that both india and overseas the inflation is likely to be similar on a net basis because what ends up happening is that when you send your child overseas you also have to deal with currency depreciation and currency depreciation in most cases historically has been you know anywhere between 3 and 5% a year so we would typically say that using a 10% per annum sort of number or inflation is a good number to work with whether you're looking at domestic or whether you're looking at international i think one of the things so that you need to not underplan for is that there could be a lot of money spent around you know preparation for college and you know maybe not so much during college itself on things like tutoring classes etc so what tends to happen is most of the time you will find that about 2 years before you decide where you want to go to there's going to be a lot of cost associated with trying to get into that program that you want um and i think you you know many parents don't factor that in at all when they're thinking about it uh and then they suddenly realize that you know there's a lot of cost is associated with that and obviously if you're planning to send your child overseas some of those costs may be even higher because many geographies especially the us for example is very focused on a holistic profile for your child rather than just a you know academic profile which typically a lot of colleges in india would focus on or many other parts of the world like say singapore or uk would be more focused on right right thanks vishal thanks for joining us today and sharing all those valuable tips i'm sure this will help our listeners a lot thank you listeners for joining us today if you liked this episode and would like to hear to more such interesting conversations do log into our channel why not mint money on spotify where you'd always find me omnipresent Also if you have any new ideas or suggestions you can dm me on twitter my twitter handle is @jashkriplani that is j a s h k r i p l a n i you can always reach out to us over the email our email id is mintmoney@livemint.com to stay updated on this podcast follow us at hd smartcast on all the major social media platforms to listen to more such podcasts log on to www.hdsmartcast.com hi i'm cindy lopper my scalp was covered with psoriasis which could lead to psoriatic arthritis but cosentix treats both 
Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, 300 milligram dose, and adults with active psoriatic arthritis, 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix.